Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome to today's episode of Power Yourself. Today we're going to go a little bit different. Basically, I'm just coming off of watching a Netflix show, and it was by David Attenborough, and he is somebody who documents wildlife and he has for his whole life. He's actually 93 years old, and he chose to make this documentary as his witness statement, okay? The show is called A Life on Our Planet, and so I really wanted to just take this show and dedicate it to that episode, okay, to pose some of his questions that he kind of has in his uh, documentary that I think were just extremely relevant, okay? So pose some of his questions, but then also hold space to really promote thinking about our environment. What are our environmental issues and what are we doing about it? What are we, and I don't mean collectively, of course I I hope to mean collectively, but right now I just want to focus on us as individuals, really considering what am I doing? What am I doing to support? What am I doing to help? Or what am I doing that's hindering our environment that will eventually impact future generations? In the show, he recognizes and acknowledges all the environmental damage that we have done. So throughout his 93 years of life and witnessing it, stuff like overpopulation, okay, which is proven. You can Google or look up how the population has changed dramatically, but also the deforestation and, you know, the warming of the oceans and the melting of the ice and stuff like that. So really just looking at our environment, looking at some of the impacts. And like I said, really wanting to just pose some questions, not saying that he had all the answers at all. Like he had some great ways we could start. But my hope is by holding this episode, it can help us think. Like I said, as individuals, what are we doing? But also by individuals taking the time to reflect and think about stuff like this, I truly believe that's how we're going to find better answers. That's how we're actually going to find those sustainable ways and the better ways moving forward for future generations. So I felt it was a fantastic opportunity. So just like he did for his um, highly popular uh, Netflix show uh, and making his witness statement, I'm choosing to really take this time on this platform and just hold space, hold some reflection, hold some opportunity for us to critically think about our own actions and how they're impacting our environment. One of the areas he really talks about in his documentary is overpopulation, okay? So really focusing on the huge increase in humans on this planet. So let's go back to some facts. If you just give a quick Google and you look up on the internet, the population, if you look from the 60s, okay, there was a population of about 3 billion humans. Then in the 80s, it was about 4 billion. Then if you go to 2000, it was over 6 billion. 
And then the last time it was documented was 2019, and it was 7.6 billion. And that was over two years ago. So it's noted as having a 1% annual growth. Think about that. I get 1% sounds really small, but when we have a finite amount of space, that's kind of scary. And so think about that. Think about the repercussions that that continuous influx in population actually does. Not just for us humans, but also for our environment around. Okay, so more destruction of forests and trees to accommodate for housing. You got more people doing activities, more people driving cars, more people eating food. And so think about all of that impact that that can have on our earth. So one of the biggest things that he talked about was really slowing down population. So more and more people having fewer kids. Okay, making that conscious choice to not reproduce as much. Okay, I get that's going to be a sensitive area for some people because let's be honest, we want to do whatever we want to do. And so I guess the pitch is really considering, and, and I think really the switch for humans right now is I get we want stuff right now. And we really need to start thinking about tomorrow. And not just tomorrow, but what about for our kids in 10 years or 20 years or 50 years or 100 years? So making small sacrifices now can really help them to live a more quality, substantial life in 100 years from now. So that's the goal. By making wiser choices now, we can really help improve the quality of life for our future generations. So just something to consider for sure. He talks even about instead of having more and more kids, looking at how can we raise people out of poverty more and getting essential services all across the world, as opposed to just particular areas. So really focusing on the population we do have, and how do we help them? How do we support them to have that quality life? And by us really focusing in on lowering that population, we're going to have less and less people polluting the planet, less and less people deplenishing our resources. Okay, so looking at less and less people driving or eating so that we have to grow and produce food for as many people. So really trying, making that conscious effort to see what can we do about our population for future generations? You know, does that mean making harder choices of if I have one kid or if I have two kids as opposed to maybe five kids? So like I said, this won't hit for everybody. Um. But just something important that we can consider to really help those future generations. The next really big piece that spoke to me was our diet. Okay. And just considering and looking at what we eat. So acknowledging that most people do have meat in their diet. Okay. And we need to really consider if reducing that is something that would improve our planet. 
I don't have all the answers for you or for me, but I know I want to start asking the questions. I want to start asking the questions of by reducing my meat intake, does that help with more sustainable living? Okay. So acknowledging, first of all, that a lot of the deforestation has been to have farmlands. Okay. So lots of our rainforests have been removed just to sustain that needed farmland. And so looking at other ways, is it increasing our plants intake? Is it increasing those vegetarian options or those plant-based diets? You know, things that will use less water, you know, things that are going to not harm the soil as much or not take as many resources to produce. Just getting conscious. It's not about everybody becoming a vegetarian. It's about what can I do to once again, asking how can I help those future generations? What does that look like? So as he's talking about the concept of our diet, he's suggesting about how do we produce more food with less land? And that's kind of the goal. So being able to plant vegetables in your house, what does that look like? Maybe have your own gardens or, you know, really kind of promoting more of that vegetation in maybe, let's be honest, unlikely spaces, but getting clever. And that's the thing. That's the reason why I really wanted to take the time to go here in this short episode. I don't feel we have all the answers. So he talked about sustainability. He talked about, you know, more environmentally safe ways or solar power and windmills. But I don't know if we have the answers yet. Do I think we have a start? Absolutely. But I don't know if those things are even sustainable. So we got to start really asking questions, hard questions, so that we can get creative in that right direction. So by looking at our sustainable options or looking at our renewable resources that are said to be environmentally friendly, are they? How are solar panels built and are they sustainable? Like I said, I I honestly, I don't have the answers here, but I think what I'm trying to create with this episode is just the opportunity to start asking those questions and then realizing as a collective, as individuals all together on this planet, it's up to us to find those way forward. It's up to us in honor of future generations that will come after us. What can we do to really help them succeed? What can we do to help really get our earth back, our environment back to a place that's sustainable for them and healthy for them and that will produce that quality life for them. If we're really honest with ourselves, look at how we've got here. So look at, you know, and I talked about this in my environmental episode, but talking about that consumerism, talking about that need for something more or, you know, bigger and better and people wanting something shiny. It's now a time, a beautiful opportunity for us to 
kind of change our ways and promote more healthier ways of living. So looking at, you know, what am I eating? What's my food? You know, is there a way I can give back? You know, who knows? Maybe it's planting trees. That sounds silly, but 20 years from now, I'm sure they won't think that space is silly or 50 years. So is there a way to maybe replant native trees to our area and to give back on that level or find little ways to make things a little bit more sustainable using our rainwater, you know, getting clever building. Just think of how bright and how intelligent we are right now as a species. So I have to believe that we can do better. We can do better than what we're doing right now. So I think my hope in this small little episode is to pose some questions for you. Consider what can we start to do? And I mean that for all of us. Like I said, no specific answers coming at you, but I know that we can do better. And usually we can do a lot better together. So let's get creative. Let's start getting ideas. Let's start asking those questions and finding ways that we can really support our future generations. And just like I ask you to invest internally in yourself to be your best self, now I'm going to ask us to look around. How can we invest in our environment? What does that look like? And it's going to be really different answers for all of us, and that's okay. But really holding ourselves accountable and asking ourselves the question, what can we do better as individuals so that we can really help each other as a collective, as a planet, as a human race to do better in the future? We'll wrap up the episode I just wrote down some of the statements he mentioned and they just hit home or they resonated with me. So who knows, maybe they'll spark something in you as you listen to today's episode. But he mentioned nature's our biggest ally. How can we use it? How can we support it basically? Also, species thrive when things around it thrive. So not looking at it as just humans, we need to thrive. But how do we create an environment or support an environment that survives around us and thrives around us? Because that will help us thrive as well. And making that connection, acknowledging that very important connection that the life around us really does support us. And so how do we start supporting it? Also, and one of the last things I'll wrap it up with today is he says, how about or how do we start living in balance with nature, working with nature instead of against it? So looking around at all of that beauty that exists and starting to think of ways to team up as opposed to compete. And as I said, I honestly do think that we can do a whole bunch better here. So let's put our heads together and see what we can come up with. So 50 years down the road, they really acknowledge the huge difference that our generations and the current society has made for them. So now as you wrap up today's episode, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you to go deep, do some self-reflection, 
ask yourself, how can you do better? How do you impact the environment negatively? And what are some things that you can do that you can choose to start to support it? And then by us as individually doing that, my hope and my true belief is that we'll be able to really make a difference and help to start turning this around for all of us. So with that being said, guys, always remember we need to take care of ourselves, okay? And if you really want to get that happy quality life, I promise you it starts with investing inward too. So investing inward, investing in yourself. What does that look like? What does taking care of yourself look like? And then as our concept today kind of brings to light, how do we start to live that quality life? How do we start to practice what I am promoting you do on the inside? But now let's start getting really clear on our actions and our intentions in the world. What can we do to really support and help that collective? What does that look like? So as always, I am so pleasured to be with you on this podcast. It really is my little passion project. So it's my way of continuously trying to give back because I feel I am so privileged and lucky to have the life I have. And I know what it took for me to get here. And that meant a lot of self-development, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of building myself and really investing inwards. And I could never have done that without the tools and resources and support that I used along the way. So my hope is to spark that, be that, encourage that for somebody else on their own journey. With that being said, guys, as I said, absolute pleasure. Never hesitate reaching out. You always have the ability to contact us through Facebook. We have the Facebook page, Power Yourself. But also you can leave a review. You can message me. As I always try to say, we are really all in this together. So don't hesitate reaching out. The more we can support each other, the more we can support this material and resources like this being out there to help assist us live our quality lives, I think the more of us will tap into that ability to truly be happy. And uh, that's an absolutely beautiful thing. So as you go forth in your day to day, always remember to take the time to power yourself. Thank you.